ஒருக்கேட்ஸ் we are excited to have a captain of women's national cricket team a right-handed opening batswoman occasional right-arm leg break bowler highest run scorer in women's international cricket only female cricketer to surpass 6000 run marks in women's one day international matches the one who has most half centuries in women's odi the first player to score seven consecutive 50s in odi recipient of several national and international awards including the wisdom leading women cricketer in the world 2017 arjuna award 2003 and padma shri in 2015 today we have with us one of the iconic player of india's or the world women's cricket mithali raj thank you for liking thank you for sharing and thank you for watching but please do subscribe on our channel sports c says and help us spread the word about sports c we go with the same handle sports c says across all social media platform hi mitali great to have you on 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 this chat where we will be talking to you about what sports mean to you and what do you think what is aspirational inspirational and motivational that a uh, goal that kids can have or the girls can have or anybody any anybody looking for the towards their life or career in sports can have so thank you for being on this chat and looking forward to next 15 20 minutes of chat around what mithali has to talk about being an international athlete after achieving so many things in her life but still considering no i need to be fit i need to be inspirational i am a role model and i live my life that way for people to consider me as a part of their life and take it seriously so thank you for that and looking forward to this chat mitali me too yeah so mitali uh, my first question to you on this is uh, what has been your while growing up what was your aspiration before well, um, you, before you became the international cricketer what was your aspiration well uh, i mean uh, now by now many people know that i was i'm a trained classical dancer so i was learning dance it's also a form of fitness i would say because you're constantly trying to match your footwork with the beats of your teacher so and it also demands you to be flexible because you do different sorts of movements and uh, you know it has to be in sync with your uh, whatever your expressions and your footwork and everything so uh, that was uh, dance was something i wanted to pursue because it was my passion and i've learned dance for good 8 years just a couple of stages um left for me to do the arangretum but uh, unfortunately i couldn't do because of cricket because i was already into cricket and uh, almost in a verge of representing our country in the year 97 so then uh, i had to let go dance to pursue cricket uh, as a career so do we get to see uh, arangetram completed in a few years from now <laughs> well i did tell my mother 
way back years back that in case if i have an early retirement in cricket i will get back to dance and finish it but seems like i don't think uh, that is possible now no don't don't retire for dance you keep playing <laughs> as and when that happens we just want, just want to know whether that can happen uh, yeah so uh, okay that was that was aspiration i think it was a good linking between the footwork and the expression and being emotional and about the showing the passion and we get to see that with you on field every time when you when you are in your uh, jersey or playing any any team that you play for uh, so second question about the same thing what has been your inspiration while growing up who has been your inspiration while growing up well um the first person who's been an inspiration for me was my dance teacher because um way back in the 90s itself she was a very independent lady who used to drive this huge scorpio because back in 90s you know we we don't see that often women driving cars right. you know it was it was something of like oh, okay ladies driving that sort of an expression would always come out of you and here is a lady who was driving this huge big car coming to the dance class and she everybody used to be like literally on our toes as soon as she would come she would command so much of respect from everyone and she uh, in those years itself she passed out as an ias officer and got uh, a job in railways as as a as a you know a big officer so to see a, a lady of that stature getting into being so independent driving herself managing a her house i thought she was my um, role model growing up and then when i got into cricket uh, you know i was an all rounder i looked up to kapil dev because those days they used to play this in loop the 1983 1983 world cup so seeing him take that catch that running catch and play that what 175 odd runs that he scored in the semi finals or something so i think that was probably shown uh, a lot by my coach so in terms of cricket i looked up to him but in general in life i think for any young girl their mother is a role model because mother sort of grooms the young girl the, the sort of education that the mother gives being at home to the young daughter i think everybody uh, at some point have always looked up to their mother so for me my mother has been a role model wow and i think yeah it's it's i i hear the same story from my daughter who is 16 now i hear the same story who is if i ask her who is your inspiration she never takes my name she takes her mom's name but yeah <laughs> uh, but i think they see that the mother works very hard yeah no no doubt about it i'm not in complaining i've seen my mom i've seen my sister my wife so no complaints about that <laughs> for sure, for sure and uh, we know at uh, the even at olympic level for indian sport the women have performed far better than men uh, in in olympic <laughs> representing india so yes and uh, so mitali after as understanding about your aspiration and inspiration what motivates you to keep going you've been playing for so long you are the highest uh, run getter in the uh, in the odi you are you are the maximum national caps you have maximum 50s in the, in the in the odi i just i there are hardly any record which are not on on your name uh, representing india at different level what is your motivation to keep going for more than 20 22 years of your career well for me motivation has been different at different stages in my journey because i had a i have a long uh, cricket career 21 years when i was young when i made uh, just before i made my debut for the country wearing the blues was a motivation for me that i have to represent india um after representing india you want to be sort of you know the main player in the team 
so you want to constantly perform that was a motivation when you became the main player the responsibility of the entire team is on your shoulders sort of you don't want to let down your team and your country so you want to continue to be the best so at different stages i think um, i had different uh, factors as a motivational factor but one thing which has always been constant is that whenever i am playing for india you know i know it's just not for me for my coaches or for my family members but i know there are millions of people's hopes on my shoulder and at least for them i need to be all the time more than my 100% i need to be focused and give my commitment right. so that has always been uh, the motivating factor for so many years that and that is why that helps me to uh, sort of work hard prepare extra because you know i'm earlier it was like when you make your debut you want to make your family happy but after representing india for so many years each time i get into the world cup there are so many people who wear the india jersey turn up to the stadium with the india flag who are sort of supporting you even in a country you know far away from your own country so that really motivates like pecks you up to give your best right and yeah i think that is so nice and uh, when you said that okay the the performance or the shoulder represent uh, representing your country or having perform at different stages is motivating you so much i think this gives such a good message for the young generation who they probably taking a lot of things for granted and uh, i'm i'm not i don't want to make a generic statement but yeah they are not motivated enough to do something really good or really look up to something and that's where we, are, we look up to you and i think uh, that's that's where your name is well, i think um, we can be a little harsh uh judging the current generation but i guess every generation has their own um you know challenges like we also had a though we didn't have social media back then but we had a different sort of a challenge now yeah. with social media the current generation they have a lot of um, uh, what do you say uh, things that can distract them Instant and yet they have to yet they have to find their focus so um, i wouldn't judge them but eh, but yes i think um it's important to understand that every generation have the ups and downs and if if the if that generation learns to evolve and accept things to uh, work around it i think we always come up with some heroes and heroines i would say nice and uh, so it, it it's perfect i i i think you just make me keep quiet that okay every generation has their own things uh, and yeah. uh, but i yeah i i get your point and uh, this is this is something uh, good to know so even the kids uh, in the current generation need to get motivated and see what can they come across and how do you play around their surroundings and what they have yeah. and how do you come out of that and i think while doing all this thing one thing plays a constant which is having a good lifestyle uh, yeah. and uh, basically a routine to your life having discipline to your life and something yeah. that fitness and sport bring to you so True. what is your fitness mantra and how do you rate uh, mental fitness and physical fitness towards the development of an athlete or even an individual well um i think both are important um uh, in current times uh, you know it is uh, i would say from the generation that we come it was more of physical activity the physical um, fitness was given more importance very less awareness about mental fitness but now in the current generation mental fitness is given far more importance because of uh, you have so much of data you are no i mean you know uh, there is so much in offer for you in terms of knowledge awareness data and everything but how do you use it 
and when to use it is so important in the current times. Whereas when we were growing up, I mean, for us, we, we already had certain amount of data. So we were sticking around that. And now, like, you know, you have video analysts, you have sort of all experts, sports psychologists who's working on your mind. <laughs> so, so many people around you who are making one good team. Whereas back then, we just had a manager and a coach. So you, all you have to do is just go out and perform. So the role was quite simpler, I would say. Um, in terms of physical fitness, uh, it's, it's been a journey again from a young kid, like, you know, when you're 16 to in you know, early 20s, you know your body is strong. Even if you don't invest in your fitness, you still would be at the optimum level on the ground. But as you get into the middle 20s and the later part of the 20s, that's when, you know, your body starts to slow down. So if you haven't really worked in your early 20s, you won't be able to have a prolonged career because at some point, the amount of wear and tear that body goes through, I mean, it starts to show when you're 28, when you're, you know, early, early 30s. Yeah. So I have worked a lot in my early 20s with the trainers and everything. And over the years, initially, it was more of strength and running. But now at this stage of my career, when I'm, I'm like, you know, 38, um, I would say that I would like to maintain my fitness level. I cannot match a 20-year-old. I know that. That is a fact. But what I can do is I can, I can maintain at this age and see that, you know, if I can have more stability, uh, equal amount of cardio and strength, then it, I should be more lighter on my feet. Because as you get older, the foot movement and everything gets slower. So if you're a little lighter and, you know, weigh a little lesser on your body, then you move very well on the ground. And that helps in your batting. Mm -hmm. And as far as mental fitness is concerned, um, even that was something, you know, I've, I've learned over the years. You know, because when you play important matches, uh, there is this anxiousness. Everybody feels the, the jitters and the nervousness. And despite all that, you still have to go there and be your best. And how do you do that? It doesn't come on the day of the match. If you want, like, you know, I, I want my mind to work like this. It's not, it is also something, our mind is also like a body. You have to work on it. And that you do when you're, you know, when you're preparing for the tournament. Right. Just like how you're preparing and working on your skill, you also work on your mental setup. Um, like you can do yoga. I mean, some people... You know, they, they have they are in the habit of doing yoga, meditation. But I do a lot of breathing exercises because I've learned from a bitter experience in 2017 World Cup that, you know, in the most pressure situation, the most challenging times, if you try to be, if you try to keep things simple, that will pull you through. But we very seldom, we actually think properly because we are so much into that pressure and that, uh, you know, the external factors work so much on our mind that we don't do the simplest of simple things. It doesn't actually cross our mind because mind is not giving you any clarity. There's no composure. And so that is why I've learned that, you know, if you want if it, the most challenging thing, try to make it more simpler. And you can make it simpler provided your mind is clear. And your mind is clear only when you start to give it more oxygen. And that is when... You know, you, 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 you learn to use your breathing technique. And that is something I've learned during the lockdown to give more emphasizes to breathing. And breathing actually helps you to calm down. It's so well said. And 2017 World Cup is something that we also remember uh, with whatever memory is. It's like we saw you always reading a book and not getting yeah. 
getting distracted with what happening around but uh, to have the great composure in the in any situation that that came your way uh, so you are associated with fitkit as as a representative what is that really got you attracted towards the model of fitkit well fitkit uh, when when they did reach out to me um, you know i've i've seen few uh, websites few apps but uh, i've never really gone into it because until then i thought that you know it is it is a way of making money and things like that but uh, fitkit came across a very genuine app where you know you can actually get in it is it, it is for all people it's not it's just not for athletes or professional athletes it's for people who are at home housewives children or uh, different walks of life people it, it it is helping everybody who can get into the app and it has access to all sorts of um, exercise all sorts of levels and it also sort of creates um, uh, it, it it's not monotonous you know it it creates that excitement that you want to do you want to see today what is there because there is levels sort of challenges you and when when something challenges you if you're competitive if you have that streak in you you would want to get it so in in a way it is making you healthier and it is also creating your mind to take up challenges so people who are at home have nothing to do who are investing the time in those soaps and everything <laughs> i think this really works for them So I mean that was quite creative, and I really like that concept. Yeah, and uh, uh, believe me, and uh, my association with Fitkit also started uh, at the time of inception, and then uh, uh, their association with you, you started as well. Uh, and it is something is the the gamification part, keeping people on their toes and giving the challenge is one thing. At the same time, uh, something about what they are giving back to society through the challenges, like uh, that is the, uh, earning the karma coins, and the karma coins get converted into uh, the Fitkit bucks, and that is get. Going like save the child. They are associated yeah. save the child. The whatever the uh, karma coins get generated, they are converting that into the money and go goes in donation and those kind of things. So they have actually come up with a really good model. And uh, we have seen uh, your seven minutes workout uh, on on that. And that's where we uh, the question was about the whole fitness and what Mitali thinks about uh, fitness. So Mitali, uh, you've been a phenomenal cricket player that everybody knows about. You have. Uh, one of the most proudest moment for india to uh, where you represented india in captaincy in every format that we ever played for but how did you come across with the association with street child cricket world cup and what was that you really got excited about or what was that thing that really touched your heart well um i was um, you know approached by rachit from uh, save the children organization it's a 100 year old child rights organization right. and they wanted me to Uh, lend my support to the cause of street child cricket world cup and uh, when they explained me the concept um, for me the first thing was it it was a it was giving hope to the children who are living on the streets that is the first thing which touched my heart because i understand all of us especially in india everybody have talent but it's just that people who make it have the factors like support system and platforms to build on that whereas there are a lot of people who fade away because they probably don't get opportunities or the platforms where you know they can showcase their talent and this sort of cause i felt like you know it gives those children it probably channelizes their energy more productively give them hope that you know they can be recognized more than children on the streets so that was very close to me that really hit me um 
quite emotionally and that is why I decided to support this cause. And through me, I wanted to create awareness among people. Like, you know, there is this cause and everyone should come out in support of this association. And, uh, and in a way, like, you know, support the neglected um, section of our society that is the street children because we all know there are number of, like, that many children on the streets. So I think it, it, it is sort of giving them an opportunity which they felt like, you know, to, to live, uh, to see themselves, just not street children, but normal children. It's so, so nice, like uh, uh, Lucy, who is who could not win the World Cup, but yeah, she was one of the, the team. She said that the best part was we won against England at Lords. So that was her moment. And uh, she said same thing. The moment I had a cricket bat in my hand, I was somebody. But other than that, I was nobody. When you heard about, say, Lucy and Paul share their thoughts about their whole experience, at the same time, they spoke about, uh, they spoke, uh, Lucy spoke in front of the Member of Parliament in UK and talked about uh, the whole girl, uh, girl child and the sanitation, nutrition, uh, like uh, hygiene and yeah. safety. So, w what do you think about those aspects uh, with these kids and specifically also in India and how do you relate that thing to sports, uh, helping them to uplift the whole thing? Well, see, when, when I also had an interaction, like a few minutes with, with these two kids, I realized that if they are given proper education, because education also plays a very important role in creating that awareness in these children, the importance of playing sport, or say the importance of working out, how to be healthy, how to uh, develop immunity, because when they live on, on streets, they are uh, very vulnerable to abuse, violence, how can they protect themselves? So if we are given them the opportunity to teach them these things, so it also creates in them the awareness and also the possibilities. There are, there can be possibilities for them in life. And it gives them confidence. It gives them courage to take that step. Like, you know, we've seen, uh, the, the other day I was watching the Con Banega Karolpati. I've seen one guy who was living in those huts actually preparing for IAS. You know, it sort of gives them, uh, you know, as I said earlier, it, it, it can channel because children, they have a lot of energy. How do you channelize it productively? How do you uh, tell them, okay, this is, this is what they need to, they have the possibility, they should fight for it. Channelize the energy productively so that they can do something about their life, reach some goal, give them purpose in life. So I think all these things can be done provided we give them the platform. And uh, when, when, when I spoke to her, she did tell me like, you know, Didi, I can also play cricket. I said, so it is, it is like, you know, just uh, giving them that opportunity, giving them the bat, you too can play, that confidence, that support and, um, and gender equality is what you just spoke about. When in, in, in a society in today's time, that everybody trying to uh, sort of work on that. And here we have street children who are, who are playing together, boys and girls playing together and uh, representing the country. So I think it, it um, in a way, like, you know, she, as, as a kid, as a girl, when you're told that you can't play sports, you can't play cricket and more so on, on a street, like, you know, you don't have life, you're, you're on street. So when you come across these statements and suddenly the same child holds her back and she feels strong, you know, that sort of confidence. So I, I guess, you know, it, it feels very nice to be associated with a cause where, you know, 
it it humbles you that you know okay i've i've done i've achieved when people talk about my achievements i feel nice but when when i see their struggles probably my i i should be inspired by this story wow i think this the last statement was so good when you said that i after achieving so much that you get inspired by the stories that they have at the age of 15 16 by their struggle and at one one side they are everybody is looking up to you as a, as a role model i think this that that's what we call a conscious living from your side to understand what we have how we kids need to understand what we have and how do we have a should have a gratitude towards how do we live our life i think it's about not taking things for granted and uh, having respect for everything that we get so well, i think it, it has shown in fact for me it has been a, a, an awareness when i heard that you know it's a, a it's a, you know the girls and boys are playing together in this street child uh, cricket world cup i thought it was exclusive girls you know my f- first thought was like no okay it could be girls team but when i was told by pragya no it is the mix of boys and girls i was quite um, excited in fact to actually see that you know okay where people are talking about women's cricket and men's cricket you know uh, mixed gender match and things were happening back then and here we already have that going and uh, i was quite and i asked the girls i said how is your experience playing with the boys in the same team so she's like uh, ரீசன்ட்ஸ்ல So uh when you're trying to do this and here is a young girl say she plays better than the boys and give them a good fight you feel very happy and um i think sports it itself is uh, i i would say that now things are getting better in, in in terms of sports where you have women and men's teams equally being promoted in all all sports i'm talking about and uh, there is still a lot of scope to uh, have sports as equality gender equality but um i would like to see young boys and girls playing together on the streets in the sense like um when you know when you when you drive down when you're walking on the street more often i come across only boys playing the, you know the gully cricket we call we i hardly have seen young girls participating in that yes hardly maybe one or two occasions one or two girls standing in the side but with this if this awareness is spread you know the concept of having gender um, mixed gender matches will start you know and and if these if these children are made sort of a role model for that i think it it makes a huge impact how do you think the fitness and uh, uh, immunity and hygiene actually plays a role of uh, having a better life and how do you think that people can actually take it up irrespective of the background they come from how do you look at fitness as a regime i think fitness is very important one is uh, you know irrespective whether you are a pro athlete or not a uh, common man should indulge in some form of physical activity every day because the current times where everything is virtual pretty much all of us are sitting for long hours at home or on the desk so um you know uh, it tends to slow down our uh, metabolism rate in, and in fact creates a lot of other factors like munching and stuff where you tend to put on weight 
and uh, it it is very unhealthy so i think only for a pure reason to be healthy and have a very healthy mental setup it's important that you invest some time during the day in your physical activity because it energizes you i mean they say that it it releases a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, a lot of things that makes your body more energetic to um, you know thrive through the day i mean to go through all whatever uh, regimes that you have and um, and i and i think like as an as an athlete it's also important that we it's part of our profession that we continue to keep ourselves fit uh, in times like this it's important that you understand the importance of hygiene uh, all of us know that you know we'll have to keep ourselves clean our surroundings clean um, washing our hands wearing the mask uh, I, i guess we need to understand that it's just not for our, our own safety but the safety of people around us and um, and a, a little more on fitness yes um, i think nowadays i've seen a lot of people during the lockdown have actually taken up to fitness they've logged on to uh, probably registered themselves on different websites to continue. even i for that matter i have gone on to uh, different things to learn different ways of keeping myself fit as i've said that you know when as as athletes when sports is resuming now in, in a, maybe in a month's time we've played the women's t20 challenge as well so we do have the quarantine period that can be really tough on athletes you're you're pretty much uh, confined to your hotel rooms you're not access to any form of fitness equipment because you can't go to the gym so how do you keep yourself fit yeah so we have we had to come up with creative stuff like you know constantly being on zoom calls being supervised over a zoom call by a trainer <laughs> correcting your postures and there were times when at home i used to move the furniture to uh, you know sort of use a bit of my weights and my mother used to have a long face but i said this is this is the actually the current normal you know you make space in your living room but you have to do because i am i'm an international athlete and i can i cannot just uh, you know enjoy not doing anything the for initial 10 days was like you know okay it's sort of a holiday for me but later on i realized i can't go on like this because when whenever sports start i have to be at the optimum at least my fitness level has to be there so i continue to have sort of a regimental um, routine during even the lockdown to create some sort of a purpose or a little goals that you can create because it gave time to work on the fundamentals of my training my skill as well as my fitness i would say the different factors of fitness um so i guess yeah um, you know even even today when i'm on holiday i still work out i don't miss out a day where you know i don't work out yeah and and i think uh, as you, as you said that being an international athlete there's a responsibility as well the whole nation is looking up to you the way what you do and what you perform you are not only an influencer but you are a role model for so many people so uh, our question is okay you are in the uh, how much you were prolong career you may want to have you are at the at, at the stage where you may be thinking about not right now but there is the, the thoughts keep coming so we are we don't want you to retire ever but what is that keeps you busy when you are not playing or not playing cricket what is that you get excited about well um during the lockdown and also like even now i would say um if i'm not playing cricket one is that i am every day working out second is um, you know my trainer he makes sure that he makes things interesting 
because it, it does sometimes you know play and mind okay again you have to do that strength workout or he's going to make me run so many rounds <laughs> so that does play on your mind i mean everybody's mind like at some point you like you just don't want to run yeah. so what he does is he creates um he, he gives me challenges so say for example there's a piston uh, squats okay yes. it is very difficult and it sometimes it's very annoying i would say that but you know he says no at this month i want at the end of the month i want you to do 20 piston squats per each leg mm-hmm. i was like i don't my eyes up i say what do you want do you want me to sit on the pot or not <laughs> so he's like no 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 that is a challenge so then he sets up solely challenges and when he sets up challenges as a pro athlete you know i had that streak in me like i have to get it you know if he's challenged me i do it and because of that commitment every day i'm working out nice. you know and in what happens is then it becomes a part of your routine it becomes a habit so even if you're not playing cricket which is my profession i don't play cricket even when i'm on a holiday i make sure you know i have some equipment i try to get some equipment or at home say there's 1 liter or 2 liter bottle try and do a bit of stability and um, i i i run i go to the park with my friend she goes for a walk i said i will run in the park so i run in the park i do some 30 minutes of running so some form of activity at least to see that you know i am reaching that challenge and there there are ways of making interesting like you know he has asked me to dribble balls like mm-hmm. you know hitting the like three four balls and i used to think that okay that is something all these boys used to do no in this yeah. funny thing like dribbling the ball he said i want you to do it for 30 seconds with three balls i said i've never done it he said that's a challenge within three days i want you to do for 30 to 45 seconds so i was like okay so i went on to youtube i've seen how you know actually you start you know getting that sync i did it in two days so when somebody challenges you like this you would want to do it and sort of it it keeps your mind engaged in times when you know you don't have access for gym or to any form of fitness equipments so uh, that is something which is kept me going it kept me sane i would say during a period where there was no sports at all yes. i mean you couldn't at one point you couldn't have a live sport on television so for an athlete it could be very um, you know sort of works on our mind it hits our mind yeah uh, to to keep to be in that space you have to be creative you come up with different things sometimes if i'm staying in third floor i go up and down like three four times to see how is my cardio level correct just to see where you stand and you improve on that so it did get a lot of creativity out of my trainer and me <laughs> but i think some way you know you, you enjoy doing these things when you can't control the circumstances you can do what you can control is this yeah i think and i i i'm i think whatever i heard about your trainer he looks he knows exactly how to get mitali to work is the just give her a challenge she is a competitive she will make it happen you know uh, something <laughs> very inspiring that he said when i actually joined him was he said mitali um, whenever you want to retire you know you should retire because you want to retire not because you're unfit excellent so he said i would want to make you uh fit in a way that you know fitness should not be the reason for you to retire he said because normally people think you know i can't make it i'm slowing down and stuff like this so i that should not be a factor you should retire when you don't enjoy playing yeah. so i think i i really like that line and i said okay this is the guy who will actually push me to um you know get my fitness level up 
optimum level. Man, I think that's so. That is something uh, obviously for a professional athlete is uh, it's for sure. But for any profession, that is you should retire because you want to, and not because of the any surrounding that you are not probably good enough or you're not uh, fit enough to uh, do that. I think it's a yeah. uh, I think amazing amazing trainer with the understanding of what mental <laughs> also uh, he's playing a good good game there so vitali uh, you've been an athlete all all long which is the other which is other sport that you have enjoyed other than cricket i've never played any other sport oh, wow. so i think i think cricket has taken a lot of my time that you know i've not really tried getting into any other sport Oh wow! Okay, yeah. that is called again the focus approach. Uh, eight nine years of uh, professional training. I did try a little bit of golf because they say that the swing helps you in your when you're as a cricketer when you're trying to loft. And lot of these men cricketers I've seen in the past time they're always in the golf course, you know, playing the golf. So one of my coaches said, "Why not try this before a T20 World Cup in 2014?" So that was the first time that I was introduced to a different sport. Okay. of course that is again completely mind game yeah. uh, i i found it quite boring honestly <laughs> <laughs> just hitting but um i i i did that because you know at some level it's going to help my cricket my skills so that is the closest i've gone to any sport any other sport other than cricket. oh I, believe me i did not uh, anticipate this answer but uh, that that also shows your focus and how you have devoted everything to to cricket uh so vidali my last question to you uh is obviously i can go on and on you to to pick your brain for so long but the last question to you what is your message to all the young girls who are trying to make their careers in sports and uh, what is that they should be not thinking about to become an athlete well see um i would say that for young girls uh, who are, who have passion to pursue sports um i would say that it's it's a good time to take sports as a profession as a career because when there is so much of talks about uh, equality in sports things are getting better um especially uh, women's cricket i have seen tennis of course though there is still a lot of scope in other uh, sports in terms of women's team but uh, women's cricket is under bcci and this a lot of things have changed for better it is quite promising in the recent past in the last 2 3 years we've seen the the sport actually grew and uh, it has its own branding players are branding themselves so it's a good sport to pursue and um sports teaches you a lot for young girls it it is sort of a, a platform to create your identity which i feel very closely with because that's what my parents have given me an opportunity that today my identity is a woman cricketer through playing cricket so that the same thing they can also uh, see the possibility in that and um, and it is important because at some level sports uh, makes you very independent and it is important for women in today's time to be independent because it gives them the confidence and the courage to live a life of on their terms and the young girls should never feel guilty for the choices they make or for the uh, for the decisions that they they take because they should first see themselves as a person not a woman not a girl or a boy or a man they are they are people they are person and they have equal rights to make the decision and live the life the way they would want to and they should never be apologetic about it and that is that is something i have is very dear to me is because i have seen 
some of my own friends letting go um, career in cricket and getting married because of the society norms. Very talented cricketers, but they had to uh, probably didn't get enough support from parents, from family, and they got into that. And today, probably at some level, they regret because they've seen where the where the sport has come, and they think that they could have done better. So I would say, for even for parents, that you know the way they support the the boys or the way they support the men, they should also equally support a young girl to pursue sports. It could be anything: hockey, cricket, football. But they should allow the girl to have her growth as a person because it's important. And if we want to get gender equality, that the participation of girls and women in every sphere, every field has to be there. And that is possible only from when they are young, you mold them that way. Excellent, Mithali. I think uh, nothing better could have been uh, told to uh, not only the girls, uh, but the parents, I think it's a very important message for them that to understand sports is something that shapes your life. If, even if you don't make it to a professional athlete, but that, uh, the, yeah. the learning of sports, as, as, as they say, that sports is the biggest teacher and the and 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 field is the biggest classroom that you can, best classroom that you can get. I think that is the lesson for life. And uh, it's so amazing to hear from you, Mithali. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate whatever you spoke about, uh, all the topics that we discussed and uh, really look forward to talking to you again and take care, stay safe and keep representing uh, India, keep ruling the hearts and keep, make your, keep making us proud. Wish you all the best and take care. Thank you. I actually enjoyed this conversation. It was fun. I, and believe me, how uh, you can't imagine how much I enjoyed this. So uh, it is so good to talk to you, uh, Mithali, once again. And uh, thank you. And uh, take care. Stay safe. Yeah, you guys, to take care. Be safe. Thank you for liking. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for watching. But please do subscribe on our channel, Sportsy Says, and help us spread the word about Sportsy. We go with the same handle, Sportsy Says, across all social media platforms. Mm -hmm.